0: Hello, everyone. I want to welcome you back to See the Sunrise. This is season three and episode two. Seeing the sunrise is about seeing Christ in everyday situations. It's in the book of Jeremiah in chapter 33, verse three. The Lord spoke to him while he was in prison. He said to Jeremiah, call to me and I will answer you and tell you great and unsearchable things that you do not know. Seeing the sunrise is an opportunity to see what God is doing, not only behind the scenes, but in the lives of everyday people like you and me. From the pulpit to the pew, we all have had various challenges and experiences that bring us to a need for Christ in our lives. Today I want to talk about something that is most important to all Christians, and that, we're, and that is faith. Uh, When you think about faith, you have to consider what does that mean in context of the Christian life? I read a great example that I thought would be helpful in that understanding, and it was written by a pastor from Community Bible College, and she says, you know, airplanes take off every day. All around the world, people fasten their seatbelts and let a complete stranger take them 32,000 feet in the air. You also know the vast majority survive. With your feet on the ground, you say, I believe I would survive if I flew on an airplane. Believing you would survive without getting on the airplane is not faith. It is something you accept is true because you believe the pilot has the training to get you where you're going and that you get there safely. But until you get on that airplane, until you fly and until you land safely, it's only a belief, something that you accept to be true, but you haven't acted on it. Faith goes far beyond accepting you will be okay on that plane. Faith will get on that plane because of the confidence you have in what you mentally accept as true in that the pilot's ability to get you there, the plane's ability to continue to maintain the number of people on it and the machinery to work and to get you there safely. And it isn't proven until that plane hits the ground safely and you, and you are able to disembark. Faith is like that. Faith is essential in the life of the Christian. We know, we hear people say all the time, they quote Hebrews 11 and one. Now faith is the substance or the assurance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Faith has been so diluted over time because it's often seen as a notion or a concept or some abstract idea, something you call up when you're going through difficulty or tough times. If that is how you're viewing faith, then consider this. You may not have faith at all. You may have an idea or an invention that something that you're hoping for is going to happen. Faith is something that should not only get you through tough times, but it is one of the greatest keys to victory in life. Faith brings light when things seem dark or when you can't see your way through or when you don't know how things are going to work out. Faith is a sustainer. It's something that strengthens and supports you in things that you're hoping for, but you can't see. And faith is having complete trust or confidence in a person or plan. It is what you have confidence in. But more importantly, when it comes to us as Christians, it's who you have confidence in. When we think of Abram, and he is often referred to, and he's in the Hall of uh, of Fame of Faith, He was promised a new land. If you read Genesis 12, he was not only promised the new land, he was promised that he would have many descendants and be a blessing. He was promised protection from enemies for him and not only him, for his family. But if Abram was going to receive those promises, he was going to have to have confident trust in God. In other words, he was going to have to have sincere, uncompromising faith in God that meant he was gonna have to step out of his comfort zone into a dark, unknown territory and follow God's instructions. His first step was obedience. He had to be willing to leave everything he knew, everything he was accustomed to, and he had to follow God. Some of you have had had that kind of experience. I, I have, and I did. I recall several times where God was asking me to trust him but i was putting my trust in men and in individuals but god knows how to get you to move even when you're reluctant to do so if i had remembered his word if i would have followed him promptly i would have been able to get to the place he was taking me much sooner but i was still trusting that i could what i could see faith takes you to places you can't see that's faith in god but the key is god sees it and if you trust him You know, wherever he's taking you, it's for your good. Abram, he didn't step out on blind promises. He stepped out with confidence because he trusted God and he had a relationship with God. Apparently, it was a a relationship that was founded in firm trust because he was headed out not knowing where God was going to take him. But somehow he acted on what he believed. And most importantly, who? Remember I said who you believe? I must stay here for a moment when I think about Abram stepping out on faith in God's promises, there's just something about the promises of God. I remember a while ago I preached a word on standing on the promises of God. You see, you can stand on God's promises when things seem impossible when you're tired and you don't know don't think you can make it through. You can stand on his word, and when you need a reminder. Just go to his unfailing word and you'll see he keeps his word. He has a flawless record. I know of no one else who has a record like that. When your faith is low, his promises can sustain you. When you've lost hope, you just need to go to his word. Because he said, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you can ask what you will and it will be done to you. Suppose you lose your focus. He says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all things will be given to you. When you feel unworthy, he tells you to look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns. And yet, your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? When things seem impossible, here's another promise. He says in his word, all things are possible to him who believes. Listen, the promises of God are infallible. They are unfailing and always effective. Abraham, Abram, he trusted in the promises of God. Abram departed when God told him it was time to go. What about you? Have you begun the life of faith by taking Christ as your Savior? That's the first step. And then after you've taken that step, have you decided to trust him with your future? See, the future belongs to those who place their faith in Jesus Christ your faith, our faith, not only affects us, but it affects our family. Remember, Abraham, he was called to take his family with him. He had to leave for Canaan with his family. They didn't say, they didn't have a say-so. How, you know, I say Canaan, but they were going to a place, they didn't know where they were going. They didn't have a say-so. How are you introducing faith to your family? He was to be a blessing to all families of the earth. Ask yourself, will your inheritance, your children's children, be able to talk about your faith in God? Do you know that your faith can be a blessing to your family? I think of my son who was uh, has recently developed this spiritual awareness. I don't know if he would call it that, but his focus has changed and he's operating in love and understanding and realizing that there is a higher power that God is in charge. And I'll tell you, when you develop that kind of relationship, it will change not only your life, but the life of those around you. It will turn you from being self-centered to being other-centered. In other words, caring about other people. God is interested in our families. Think about it. Throughout biblical history, Noah and his family were called into the safety of the ark. When God was going to destroy the earth, he told Noah to get his family, and what did he do? He put them on the ark, and all while those waters were on the land for over a year, read your scriptures, you'll find that Noah and his family were saved. Think about the Philippian jailer found in Acts 16, when they were Paul and Silas had been in prison, and they were singing and praising. And as they were singing and praising, their chains were released, and the doors fell open, and the jailer was so in such terror, he was asking, what could he do to be saved? So not only was the jailer saved, but his entire family was saved. See, I'm telling you, your faith can affect your family. Abram struggled with unbelief over having a family, but God promised him a seed. And that seed would come from his own loins. And our faith, or lack thereof in Christ, should be examples to our families. So in other words, I pray that it's not a lack of faith but our genuine uncompromising faith is an example to our family. Now, let me tell you what else faith does. It affects our families, but it also affects our future. What if Abram had not dared to embark on the journey that God had directed him? Can you imagine what could be answered? He and It could be answered in several, several ways, actually. Um, what if he had not made the move when God told him to move? What if you had not taken that job that God didn't, what if you had taken that job that God didn't tell you to take? You see, when we do what God tells us to do, it affects our outcome. But if we dare not to do what God tells us to do, think of Abram. We, we will not potentially be here as descendants of him according to the flesh. Abraham, because of his obedience, we through Christ are heirs with Christ. There would have been no promised blessings for him or his family or his fam- or his children's children if he had not done, if Abram had not done what God had called him to do. If he had not, let, if he had not uh, left, left when God told him to leave his country, he could have missed out on life's greatest adventure. Faith assures us of a future. He would be led to a promised land. Abram wouldn't see it, but his descendants would see it. Your life, your faith, your walk has an impact on your family. He would have descendants who would be a blessing. His name would be great and remembered, and today it is because we still talk about him. Consider the scope of his blessings. He was a hundred years old when he had a son in his old age, and he and the word and the word says, and the Lord told him, If you can count the stars, that's how many your descendants would be. Note how Faith affects our fellowship with God. Faith brought Abraham into a right relationship with God. He believed God. He believed what he said, and it was counted to him as righteousness. Abram, a sinner, was justified before God by faith. For we have all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Abram wasn't perfect, but his faith, it was his faith in God that perfected him. I had to ask myself, what kind of faith do I want to have? And when I thought about it, I said I want the kind of faith of Abram to go where God sends me. I want the kind of faith of Isaac who trusted God even in the fear of his brother. I want the kind of faith of Hezekiah who was told he was going to die and when he turned his face to the wall, he prayed and God gave him 15 more years. I want the kind of faith of Rahab, who in potential threat from her own people sought to save God's chosen people. I want the kind of faith of Paul, who even in chains was unrelenting in his preaching the gospel of Christ. I want the kind of faith of Mary, where she said, be it unto me according to thy will. I want the kind of faith that can lay hands on people and heal. I want the kind of faith that opens blinded eyes. I want that mustard seed kind of faith that moves mountains. I want the kind of faith that Jesus wants me to have, the kind of faith that says all things are possible to him who believes. What kind of faith do you want? No faith, no future. Until next time, brothers and sisters, God bless you. I pray you have the kind of faith of Abraham and even more. And be sure through your life, and in your walk to see the sunrise, to see Christ in your everyday situations. God bless you.